Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Conscious Expander Experience. My name is Michaela, and I am your host. I am so excited to be here. This episode is a few days late. Um, I have been having issues with um, my laptop. If you can hear the rain in the background, you're welcome. It is um, really coming down. It is beautiful. I just stood outside and just let it (laughs) pour and shower over me. And then I just kind of felt the urge to speak on today's podcast topic, which is inner child healing. And yeah, my laptop's been broken for like a week now. Like I have just like turned it on and it has just not worked, like is not functioning properly. Um, But yeah, I just felt called to like speak on this inner child healing. And then I come in here and I'm like, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to open up my laptop and see if it works. And it did. So yeah, that's how I know I'm 100% in alignment with this episode. Um, I had a list of podcast topics that I wanted to speak on to prep for um, my postpartum journey. And then the few episodes before I give birth. Um, I'm 39 weeks um, this week. And this was not on the list, but this is something that came through for me. And yeah, I'm feeling really in alignment right now to speak on this. So this is coming up for me. I feel like so prevalent because, and I just made an Instagram post about this. um, And I think it said like, you will cry tears of gratitude once you realize that your healing journey has brought you back home to yourself. And that just really spoke to me because it made me think about little Michaela (laughs) and how my entire life I've always just dreamed of being a mother. Um, I, I, growing up and especially in school and, you know, they would ask you like, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? Like, what do you want to do? Um, I knew that I would inevitably have to get a job um, because that's just like the way things work. That's the way that I was raised is I have very two very hardworking parents that um, provided for us and never like faltered in their responsibility at all. Um, but I knew that more than anything, like I wanted to be mother, like nothing would be more important to me than being a mother. Like it was almost like in high school and like middle school coming up, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to go to college. I'm going to get a good job, but I'm only going to work it until I have a kid. And then after that, like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that anymore. So literally my entire life, it's been like my dream to be a mother. Like I knew it was my calling. Um, and then, yeah, when I saw that quote, it just really spoke to me because I just realized that I have come a hundred percent full circle. Like I, I, you know, and I see my maternity photos too. And I'm like, wow, like that was me. So, you know, growing up, just like, (laughs) I remember like being a child and just being so loving and I would, you know, of course, I feel like this is super common, but like, you know, set up my toys and, you know, teach to my toys, speak to my toys. And man, I started watching YouTube videos in like middle school. And then I'm like doing my makeup and like, oh, this is my vlog. Like, this is my um, outfit of the day. This is my makeup look of the day. I'd be like doing my makeup in the mirror and acting like I was recording. Like, 
<laughs> just like wanting to speak, you know, wanting to use my throat chakra. And yeah, now I'm here. Now I've come full circle. I, I four years ago, I was an adult, you know, I worked a job, if not two, the majority of the time, worked hard to get a good job, buy a house. I experienced just like absolutely immeasurable grief and loss in that house, lost myself. I lost a connection to my life when I lost such a big part of my life um, in this grief process. And I've spent the last four years healing from that, intentionally doing the work. I mean, journaling, working with mentors, meditation, like deep work in order to work through these things. And then, you know, of course, along my healing journey, more and more things come up to heal from completely separate from losing my partner. Right. And yeah, I had just realized that over the last four years along my healing journey, I have come back to the truest version of me, that childlike version of me that just wanted to be a mom, that just wanted to speak in front of a camera, right? Here I am like recording this podcast episode and setting the intention that with God, that the word spoken be exactly what the collective would, would be beneficial to the collective at the time of listening, right? And I have just completely come full circle. I am 100% back to myself. Like I feel so blessed because I am a mother. Like I am a speaker. Like I am a teacher. I am a partner, a great partner to a man who loves me and supports me fully just as I am. Like (laughs) my healing journey has brought me right back to the energy of that little child that was like whole, full, complete eager for life, um, excited, um, so so full of love. I have found so much joy and fulfillment in just living my day-to-day life and just experiencing being alive. And that's a blessing. Like, that is powerful. And so we're talking about the topic of inner child healing because... I am having a child and this is one of my main focuses as I'm preparing for birth and in my journey postpartum and when he's a newborn and an infant, I'm going to be really focusing on intentionally healing my inner child because we are raised and we've talked about this before like in a world, in a society that does not nurture our spirit, the Holy Spirit within us, it, 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 it is almost like, wow, it's set up to disconnect us from the Holy Spirit that lives within us by programming us to other things, by directing our attention outward, um, by disconnecting us from ourself our dreams, our desires. We're sent into school. We follow a program. We're taught to keep our mouth shut. We're taught to be obedient. We're taught to be submissive. Um, 
And I, there's just so much healing that belongs in that space. If you were a child that was suppressed in that way, which is the majority of us. We're sitting to the public school system, right? And suppressed. I mean, for lack of better words, I saw this um, reel on Instagram and it was this woman talking about like, literally the public school system, it teaches you everything, (laughs) like everything that requires that is required to like not be successful okay it's like literally the opposite of what it takes to be successful which is like work independently there's only one answer right like and there were a few other things that went along with it I don't know but like she was a successful like speaker like entrepreneur and she's like everything that we're taught in school was literally the exact opposite of what it takes to be successful in life. And so if you were a child that was raised up in the public school system, let's, let's, and we're talking specifically on this right in this moment. Okay. There is healing that needs to be done on the suppression of your spear, on the suppression of your creativity, on the, um, like suppression of your freedom, right? (laughs) You have the same routine every single day. You're getting up at the butt crack of dawn early to be in school and being there all day long. I also saw um, <laughs> this Instagram account that I follow. She lives kind of close in my area. She's um, unschooling her kids and her Instagram account. I'll leave it down below because she is in the middle of a wild pregnancy or she's nearing the end, I think as well. Um, and she is a conscious mother and she has um, an online apothecary. But she posted this, she created this meme and posted it. And it was just hilarious because it was just like, um, you know how we were raised by the parents that were like, I walked uphill both ways, you know, to get to school. You don't know how good you have it. And yeah, she like made a meme. I don't even know what it said now, but it was joking about like, (laughs) you know, like us, um, like homeschooling, like unschooling moms that are like, you literally have, you kids literally have no idea how good you have it. Like I had to get up and be at school all day long and, you know, be programmed and forced to do these kind of like learning activities that we didn't enjoy all this kind of stuff. And like, yeah, basically like you have it, just that same kind of like narrative of like, you don't even know how good you have it. Um, but yeah, there's healing that needs to take place in that area alone. And that doesn't even, we haven't even touched the trauma that we can take on from our human experience with the parents that we chose, that we chose, that we chose. And that's going to be kind of tough to hear for some people. um, If you don't have um, the best role models or a great relationship with your parents, but I firmly believe um, that the children that come in, the children that come through, they choose their parents. It was a divine plan by God, okay, that you are co-creator with. So whatever that you experienced as a child, even if it was painful, even if it was traumatic, um, even if it was neglectful, we chose that experience in order to maybe be in this space right now where you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking like, oh, maybe I should give that part of my life some attention, that part of my spirit some attention. 
that timeline some attention. Because how can we heal it if we ignore it, if we don't bring any attention to it whatsoever? But that healing, that attention is going to bring you to a space of growth, growth in your spirit, growth in your evolution, growth in your consciousness. Because when you bring attention to the things in your childhood that you experienced that did not um, bring you joy, that did not, that traumatized you, that hurt you, once you bring attention to the things that you experienced in your childhood that you did not resonate with, that you do not agree with, you start to begin to form new belief systems around parenting, around the way that you speak to children, around the way that you show up in life, right? Because you may realize that some of your actions, some of your behaviors are stemming from belief systems that you took on from the trauma in your childhood, from the programming that your parents gave you, not necessarily what's in your soul's truth, what feels good to you, what feels alive to you. And this is not my mom. My mom loves to say, um, well, everybody loves to blame the parents. You know, everybody just loves to blame the parents for everything. Um, and no, I don't obviously, like I don't blame parents for anything because like I said, like we, that is a victim mentality and we don't operate in a victim mentality on this podcast. If you're a listener to this podcast as a conscious expander, we don't operate from that, um, but from that state of being, from that vibration of victimhood. Um, we chose that experience and also our parents are just acting based on their own experience, based on the programming that they took on, based on what they're taught from the world around them on how to be a good parent, on how that their child should be raised. So looking back, if there's something in your childhood that you don't agree with, let's give it some attention so you can rewrite your story. But this is important to me because, yeah, I'm going to be raising a child. I'm going, it's, it's important for me to heal my inner child because I'm going to be raising a child. And so it's important for me to look back on the things that I experienced in my childhood. And I had an absolutely like, I'm so thankful, so thankful. I was absolutely blessed with the parents that I've had. Um, my mom has always operated from a space of unconditional love. Um, my dad has always worked hard and been responsible, steady providing for us, um, being our caretaker, um, our provider. But it's important for me to look back still on the things that I was taught that I don't resonate with so that I can form new thought patterns, new beliefs, and therefore act differently for my child. And there are going to be things that come up along your healing journey. And it's going to be tough to face. It's going to be hard to accept because no one wants to believe that they have trauma. And trauma is such like a dense word, right? But let's not even let's disassociate from like the word trauma as this like negative term. Um, this like really dense experience. I mean, it was trauma literally is a false story. Okay. So it's not even real. <laughs> it's not, it's, it is, it is real. Okay. If you have been through something like 
extremely like painful and traumatic. I mean, that experience was very real for you. But the lessons that you were taught from that experience, the belief systems that you picked up from experiencing that, it's not the truth. It's not you. You are God expressing itself as a human being. You are creation. You are God investing energy into this creation of the human race, of the human population, of a human form. And you get to live and breathe and experience life as a human, life on earth. Um, You get to feel the sensations. You get to experience the emotions. But your emotions are just information. It's energy in motion, energy information. That's it. Your trauma is not you. It's a story that was made up from you choosing to incarnate in this experience, but it is not the truth of you. And I think that's why it's so hard for people to accept that they do have trauma or even begin healing their trauma or even begin sitting down and thinking like, what kind of things do I remember from my childhood? What kind of things did I experience? What kind of things did I, um, were part of my daily life that I don't resonate with because you you're identifying yourself with this trauma. You're identifying yourself um, by what you experienced, by this pain, by the lessons that you were taught, by the belief systems that you picked up. And yeah, I guess that's the point of this podcast. I guess that's why I'm feeling called to talk about this right now. I guess that's why I am operating as a channel in this way. So I can remind you that that is not you, that the truth of you is this extension of God, is an extension of your creator. That's who you are. And everything else is just a story. Everything else is just a story. So whether it's a simple story, like one of mine growing up around um, like career, money, like stability. My parents taught me that you um, work, you get a job and that you work hard. You show up every single day and you work hard and you do your job well. You are obedient. Um, you basically make the company that you work for happy so that they continue to employ you and pay you well and promote you. Uh, that way you have a career for 40 years, 50 years, um, retire in your 60s with a good amount in your 401k. And then, yeah, you're set up, you're safe for the rest of your life. And then that's the way that you do things. Um, and hello, I don't know if you realized, but that is 100% not me. I tried to go down that path, okay? And I did well. But it was not me. <laughs> it was not in alignment with my soul's truth. So it was a lesson that my parents taught me and only with good intention, only through what they adopted from their own experience. And it served them well because, wow, they have a beautiful home and three children and they feel safe and secure in their finances and their experience. That's amazing. For me, that's not it. So it can be something so simple as that or something just 
even more terrible and traumatic of um you know watching your parents argue watching them fight watching them yell watching them speak so harshly and angrily to each other and that you learn that that's how you express yourself like when you're upset that like that's how you learn like that's how you get your point across or violence like if you're really worked up or if you really want to get your point across you're gonna um spank your kid you're gonna smack them if somebody starts talking reckless on the street you'll have no problem you know whooping whooping tail fighting um maybe that's what you learned um maybe you learned through neglect that you are unworthy of attention that you are unworthy of love and it's because your parents are humans on their own life experience and maybe that they were so overcome with their own pain and trauma that they could not they could not care for themselves let alone a child and that's not to excuse their behavior at all um that's not to excuse the way that they showed up as parents but maybe that's the case and so you adopted the story that you are unlovable because your parents just did not have the capacity to hold space for you because they could not hold space for themselves because they had their own suppressed trauma. They had their own trauma that they weren't paying attention to. They were struggling on their own. They could not possibly hold space for you if they could not hold themselves. And so you adopted the story that you're unlovable, that you didn't deserve this um, attention that maybe, yeah, you, maybe you've adopted the story that you don't deserve this attention. And that's feel that's activating me right now. Like that's making me feel like freaking pumped up because that's how we, these children that experience neglect, that's how they end up being adults that think that they have no ability to go for their dreams. That's how they turn into adults that feel like they're not capable of achieving things because they've adopted a story that they're not worthy. They can have a goal, they can have a vision, these big things that they'd like to do, but they think I could never get there though. That's not for me, that's for somebody else. If you're somebody who thinks that they want to, you know, even create a multiple six-figure business, if you're somebody who thinks that they want to um, start a nonprofit, if you wanna serve your community, if you want to build something, and you think like, I would love to do that, but you know, that's kind of like for like somebody else. That's not for me. Like, I know that that's possible, but like not for me. Like that's for, you know, I don't even know somebody more capable, somebody more efficient, somebody more, I don't know. That's a lie. That's not true. That is not the truth. That could a hundred percent be something that you've taken on from your childhood, from your experience in that way. Wow. I'm so glad I decided to record this podcast topic today. This this just came out of nowhere. Um, but yeah. I'm going to go into a little bit of like my intention as a mother. Because 
that's why I'm doing this inner child healing because I'm going to heal the parts of me, the little Michaela that was hurt. So I can begin to activate those parts of her again that because when children come into this experience, when children come into this life, like they are like a pure reflection of God. Okay. Until we take them on, raise them, give them our own programming until they start seeing us. So when they come into this earth, like a fresh newborn baby, okay, they are a true reflection of God. Like they are like the purest source of God. Like, oh, so amazing. So amazing. Oh my God. I can't wait to hold my son. I'm so excited. Um, And then, yeah, they become our children. We raise them. Then all of a sudden, like we are reflections for each other. So like my child, I will have my child. He'll be born um, when he is one, two, three, on up. Okay. He's going to be spending the majority of his time with me. I'm one of his reflections. He's one of mine. And it can, (laughs) it can kind of cause them to pick up like programmings from reflections of us, from the reflection of us as their mother, as their parent. And I experienced this at, when I worked as a nanny. Okay. Even like that, a caretaker and less of their reflection of God. I want to keep my child in connection with God, in connection with their spirit, in connection, like as that reflection, I want to, cause like where now I am reconnecting to my soul, reconnecting to my spirit, living authentically, living this lifestyle that I am conscious and aware of my ability to connect with God at all times through my intuition through my experience. I want to be that reflection. I want to be this reflection of God in my day-to-day life. I want to be an expression of God in my day-to-day life, offer that as a reflection for my child, and then nurture him also as this true reflection of God. And I want to keep him almost like... (laughs) in this energy of like feeling safe to be this true reflection, this, this connection to your spirit and this authentic um, energy on upward into adolescence and adulthood. And I want him to feel safe there. I am taking a look at the programmings that I have taken on from my childhood, from more of my um, subconscious mind programming from my subconscious mind. So I can see what resonates, what doesn't resonate, and then offer only the best of that to my son. And that's not to say that like, (laughs) by the time I have a four-year-old, five-year-old or whatever that I'm going to be, that's not to say that I plan on being a perfect mother. I know that I will make mistakes and I will program my child in a way that maybe he's going to grow up and be like, you know what? That doesn't resonate with me anymore. My mom taught me. I don't, I don't, I don't feel that. And that's okay. Like I want to be humbled by the experience of my child being like, you know what? That actually doesn't resonate with me and I'm choosing something different. Like I want to be humbled. I want to be expanded through my child expressing himself authentically, even if that means that he doesn't agree with me. But one thing that I am just a hundred percent, would be upset and distraught over, okay? Um, 
me and Austin were talking about this and we were just talking about like, if our son ever like looked at me and said that he did not believe in God and, or anything, if my my son ever came to me and was like, I'm just a straight up atheist, it would shatter me. And, you know, I talk so much about nurturing my child in his truest expression, but this is why it would shatter me. Okay. Because I genuinely do believe that we are all reflections of God and that we have God within us because we are this reflection of God, extension of God. So for my child to say that there is no God and that he doesn't believe in anything that says to me that he is completely disconnected from that part of himself that is within him. That means that this three-dimensional world, this he's only connected to this human body, this 3D world, this, this world that is so fleeting, this world that is so temporary. And that would devastate me. That would devastate me if he was so disconnected from his spirit that he would feel like there is no, is no God. Well, that's all I have for you today. I'm going to wrap it up there. Um, So that was a little bit of, yeah, inner child healing. A little bit of my intentions as a mother. I hope you enjoyed this today. Um, I would love to connect with you on Instagram at I am Michaela Ann over this podcast topic. Um, If you feel called, I would love for you to leave a review. It helps me and supports me in spreading the message of conscious awareness and healing through radical mindset shifts. I hope you have an absolutely amazing week. I am sending you so much love.